Welcome to Vacation Cheers Podcast, where we adorn you with holiday spirit. So grab some mistletoe, your Christmas list, and a mug of hot cocoa, with marshmallows of course, for the caroling is about to commence. Join us now, unless you're on Santa's naughty list. <laughs> Welcome to Vacation Cheers Podcast. I'm your jolly host, Tacky Tom. Join alongside my festive elf, Dashing Dave. Are you ready to be merry? Let's do this, Tom. <laughs> merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody. Ho, 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 indeed. Dave from Adventures by D is joining me in this very special episode where we're talking all about Six Flags Over Georgia and Dollywood, both visited by Adventures by D. Both have YouTube videos. In fact, let's get right into YouTube videos. If you go to Vacation Years Podcast, you will find all kinds of content. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We have the fireworks display. We have the parade. We have the Tomorrowland Speedway overlay. And we have a vlog of uh, my experience at the party. So go check all that stuff out. It is really, really cool. Well, at least I think it's cool. I don't know. I tell you what, Dave, I really enjoyed. Did you by chance check out the Tomorrowland Speedway video? I really like that overlay. Probably my favorite overlay Disney does for any event. And it's just simple. Like it's like King's Dominion does the same type of inner uh, overlay for their antique cars. It's just some lights, some music, and this you drive around the cars and it's it's a perfect Christmas overlay. Actually, Six Flags had an overlay too on their Hanson cars, but yeah. um I do like the Tomorrowland cars overlay. You're right. It, it's 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 very bright. It's very simple, but I think it's effective and yeah. Their their lay their layout really tends to it because it's it's like wide open and maybe the you know like the rest of a lot of Florida it's flat so you can see across the see them all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really really nice and like you said it's it's very vast so you have room to to make put the displays out. It's it's really really nice. So go check that out today. Also, we have uh, I went down to Disney Springs and ate at Jock Lindsay's in the Marketplace snacks checked out some of their christmas trees they have so check that video out gaylord palms i went there checked out their ice and their cirque show so check that out that was really cool and expensive even though the video i don't mention the 32 dollars parking fee they get me at the end <laughs> but if you go and listen to i think it was the last podcast what did we talk about the last? yeah i think it was actually the very last podcast we did was about gaylord palms i believe so go check that podcast out this is one what is this one 164, I believe. So 163. Go check that episode out. House of Blues brunch, SeaWorld celebration, or Christmas celebration at SeaWorld Orlando, Fantasmic the Full Show, all kinds of stuff. And in the works, I have a day at, uh, in fact, it was yesterday, no, two days ago, I went to Animal Kingdom. I checked out the Finding Nemo show, checked out some uh, decorations. So that is uh, in the pipeline to be released. Uh, my monthly video for the outlet is going to be i'll record that sometime in the next couple days and release that for december so uh yeah a ton of stuff if that's not enough for you go over to adventures by d because my lord they have the content too they have uh the six flags what we're going to be talking about they have a six flags video today i watched your dollywood and it was a madison vlog which i thought was really cool and i thought i thought oh wait a second because i know you did the live stream I thought, wait, is there Madison and a and like a different one? But yeah, Madison, that's the only Dollywood vlog that you have, right? For we also Christmas. have one where we looked at the Christmas decorations at her Dream War Resort. So oh yeah, two yes, vlogs, yeah, yeah. one no, no, from yeah, Maddie, yeah. one from the Dream War, oh, and then, then I did a, a live stream as well from you have the park. A breakfast at that place. I watched that too. Did you like that ham? Because yes. it looked like that ham sat in your plate for an awful long time. <laughs> <laughs> so the biscuits were awesome. The ham could have been a little hotter and, and less dry, to be totally honest. But it was salty. If you like country ham, you like the salt. Yeah, you mentioned that in salt. many it's times ham. about it being salty. It just sat on your plate, and it's like, you, know, you put gravy and biscuits on top of it. Like it's just like part of the plate. <laughs> you go, as I said in the vlog, you go for those uh, made from scratch biscuits. Yes, and those are bottomless. You said. So, but biscuits and gravy, I love biscuits and gravy. So how was it? It was very good. Uh, and and so my dad, I grew up, my dad used to make them from uh, from scratch. Oh, yeah. And the, the biscuits and the pepper meal, it's a pepper meal, peppery sawmill gravy. Oh. And then also what I didn't probably say enough in the vlog was 
the grits, Madison was commenting on how good those those yellow cornmeal grits are because they make the 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 uh, cornmeal next door at the at the gristmill, uh-huh, yeah. which has been operating for almost 200 years there. So the grits are also bottomless. So Madison said during the vlog she didn't know anywhere else you can get grits <laughs> all you can eat in that type of restaurant. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't know if I've ever eaten a grit. <laughs> I'm like, what's that movie with uh, Joe Pesci <laughs> about he's eating grits in the South? Uh, he's the lawyer. Oh, My cousin Vinny? My, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> Talking about grits. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever eaten grits. But yeah, yeah, it looked really good. I've never I've never gone there. So uh, next time I'm in Pigeon Forge, uh, I'll definitely have to check that out. So did you guys actually stay? Because I watched your... Yeah, your um, Dream War Hotel, and you just, you just kind of walked around. Did you, so I know you said you stayed in the spring, but did you stay for this last trip for over Christmas or for the holiday? We we stayed just in a regular like Hampton Inn, oh, okay. which is so, nice right off the parkway. But we have stayed in the Dream War. Yeah. Chris and I went for her birthday two Aprils ago. So that there is another full vlog on the Dream War in the spring. Like we show you all the – do a full room tour, and then we also do a full – common grounds common area tour as well so you just drove up to the, you, you just drove up and just walked around the grounds and left it's not a gated oh, hotel okay. at least not right at up. least not yet so you can go in actually uh pro tip yeah. um dollywood you can get their cinema bread in the hotel uh, in their in their really? in their cafe yeah in their restaurant they make the cinnamon bread there so if you don't want to go into the park and pay a park pass you can drive into the hotel well, sit that, down and order some cinnamon bread there that is a pro tip yeah that's good yeah. Nice. Do they have a, uh, by chance, do they have a little um, gift shop? Can you buy souvenirs? They do have, oh, they do okay. have a small gift shop. Obviously not, not as big as a yeah. huge one at the exit of Dollywood, but there's a small gift shop in the hotel. Nice. Okay. Well, there you go. Another pro tip. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what else do you have? You have, um, you drove through the lights, that, that one, um, I don't know the name Callaway of it. Callaway Gardens. Yep. You drove through lights for that. Uh, what else new do you have on the channel? Those are the big ones. I mean, Callaway Gardens, it's a little bit of a drive from Atlanta. It's in Pine Mountain, Georgia, which is kind of on the way to Alabama from here. But um, it's it's a 10-mile drive-through, 10 million lights. Wow, 10 miles? Yeah, it's it's the best drive-through I've ever seen. And there's a 100-foot-tall Christmas tree towards the end, uh, like like a pixel tree and also like a magical field of lights. Two football fields full of LED lights that are synced with a hundred foot tree. Wow. It's towards the end of the drive. It's something to see. Yeah. There's also a walk through there, Callaway Gardens. There's also a Christmas village. You take a picture of Santa and Rudolph. And um, nice. we did two videos last year, and my next video is actually gonna be on the village and the walkthrough. So the one up now, which is this year's drive through, it's fantasy and lights. Cool. Um, but highly recommend that big time. You can take a trolley through their trolleys and sit with other folks or you can just drive your personal car through well for 10 miles you might as well take their trolley right i mean that's a little bit of gas money so (laughs) (laughs) nice all right well there you go but let's get right into the two parks we'll be covering to this uh this episode both christmas events first you have six flags over georgia holiday in the park this one you actually went as a guest of the park right you got invited to their media event which uh, did it occur opening night or was it a special night only for the media? No, it was opening night. So you could also pay for a ticket, but we were nice enough to be invited out. um, Appreciative of Six Flags inviting us out. So this year they provided tickets, parking passes, and also stack of meal passes. So uh, we went went, um, as a media member, thanks to Six Flags for this one. Excellent. Now, but, you, we, but, but we do have yearly passes. Yes, so we have been yearly pass holders. It's our local park here in the Atlanta area. So we've had yearly passes there for a number of years. So, I mean, hypothetically, could you brought someone else along who didn't have a pass and used a media pass or is your name on that media pass? Uh, it's really assigned to us. It's oh, okay, assigned okay. Per, media, per media outlet. So gotcha. Yeah. You know, uh, the yeah. answer to that is no. <laughs> you make a little side money, Dave. <laughs> a temporary Adventures by D correspondent <laughs> for one night. <laughs> All right, I got gotcha. you. So the only thing you used was the snack and the meal stuff because you already had the parking. You already had the pass to get in. What was the What were the hours of this event? Was it, was it like because it's Christmas? Is it more an evening event? So it is more an evening. I mean, you want to go in the evening because you want to you want to see the lights. Technically, you can really go. 
you know, all day and stay all night if you wanted to. It's not a it's not a separate ticketed event. You need a ticket to get in the park. Yeah. But once you're in the park, you can stay as long as you want. So it's uh it's typically like eleven to nine. And right now, it's only uh, on the weekends, starting our Christmas break here, uh, starting the 17th. It's every day until New Year's Day. So okay. right now on the weekends, to be more specific, it's 2 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And then um, it's it's 2 to 9 basically every day. Oh, right, right. Cool. As, um, yeah. So and I recommend going the full seven hours because you have to, if you're just going for one day, it takes that long to see everything. Now, do you think you can see the lights in the show's? in uh all in one evening or is it too condensed i think you better have a pretty coordinated calendar to see everything (laughs) at once because there's a couple new shows with the existing shows there's a lot to see in the holiday marketplace um a lot to eat um and then the rides are open too most of the rides are open Uh, some of the rides in the back are not open um like um the um superman the um large wooden roller coaster in the back and also the Justice League is not open this time. What? So essentially, yeah, the 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 rides in the back of the park are open. Everything else is open. So Justice League is a, it's a function of it's closed because it's in the back of the park. Like they just didn't open that part of the park up. I don't know exactly why it's closed, but <laughs> it's I, I, weather perfect. It's closed. It's closed. Blue Hawk is closed. Um, Superman is closed, and then huh. the other one, the. Uh, Great America Scream Machine is closed, uh, too. Yep. Oh, that's a shame. But there's plenty to do. And with those condensed hours, I mean, unless you're going just for the coasters, I mean, you really, that, that's that's enough. <laughs> I mean, Goliath's open. Uh, yep. uh, Daredevil Dive is open. All of Gotham is open. So, yep. you know, the Batman, the Catwoman Whip. Uh, Georgia Cyclone up front is open. You know, the Six Flags over Georgia does have a pretty good coaster lineup. And they're they're all open except for Superman and the Great America Scream Machine. All right, well that's good enough. And the uh, Dark Ride is open. Houdini, no, it's yes. not Houdini, but whatever it is. Monster the Monster Mansion Monster is open. Monster Mansion, oh, lovely. <laughs> I'm dying to get on that thing. All right, so uh, as far as the shows go, we'll start there because I know uh, Maddie loves that uh, one character, and apparently he has a Christmas version of uh, you know I guess every season he has his own seasoned show. And, uh, you know, he showed a little clip of that, and that looks like a, a good time. Um, they did, I think there was a dance one. I can't remember. Yeah, so the one Madison likes is Bad Bob Humbug. <laughs> so Bad Bob is like the traditional year-long show that's been yeah. running there for years. And so um, there's Bad Bob the Bone Butcher during um, Fright Fest. Yeah. And so during Christmas, it's Bad Bob Humbug. It's basically the same the same cast of characters with a little different story for each season. But it's their it's their uh, the kids love it. It's their their traditional show um, with sight gags and, and yeah. witty dialogue. And, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. And the, the great thing is they'll take pictures with you for free. You know, you bring your own on your iPhone or Android, whatever, at the end of the show. So that's nice. And and uh, it's a show that the kids kind of grow up and they look forward to seeing it. At least Madison does. And that's just like uh, a I would say it's skit comedy, like stunt type thing, right? It's like they're silly. And, ex- yeah, exactly. Their new show. So their, their main theater is called the Crystal Pistol. And it's been there all 55 years that the park has been there. And they have a new show in there. It's called Fields Like Christmas. And we got to see the first showing of that. That was a really good show. A lot of singing and dancing, traditional Christmas carols and some, you know, holiday costumes, et cetera. But it was very good. I wasn't sure what to expect because they hadn't had a Christmas show since I think before COVID hit. So it was it was a good family friendly show. And as I say in the video, I've never seen a bad show in the Crystal Pistol. I like their their Halloween show too. their Dead Man's Party. And that, that's a karaoke style. Like it's not live music. It's just a, they just sing over a, a track. No, they're dance. singing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, they're they're singing over a, a music track. There's no live music. It's uh, just a music track, and they sing and they dance over top of it, right? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, what do they have other shows? I can't remember. I, I it's been a while since I watched your video, so I don't remember. So they have a new show called it's it's really a puppet show called oh. Gator Claws. Yes. I so Gator Claws <laughs> is down there in Lick Skillet. Um, <laughs> 
down by Pandemonium, and he's kind of a, a jokester, so he, I think he was telling Star Wars Christmas jokes when we saw him. But um, that's that's kind of a new show, mainly, obviously, for the kids, but funny for the adults, too. And it's down there in the holiday marketplace, and we saw, like, one round, one show. We enjoyed it. Um, we'll put some of that on video. Yeah. Um, is that more of a just this happens when like a donkey at Universal like just happens, or is it a, like it's at three, five, seven, nine? I, feel I like believe it, it just happens. Yeah, it just okay. happens, Tom. Yeah, I, I thought just by the looks of it, I thought, oh yeah, this is kind of a thing. You walk up and it happens, and it's more free form, and it's not really. It could be new. Like you watch it three or four different times, it'll be completely different each time because they're interacting with whomever you know is there talking to them. So that's cool. Yeah, and of course. You can't have a Christmas event without the lights. So they have a ton of lights. Did the fountain have, was was the fountain colored or is it the Halloween episode that they did something? I, I can't remember. They color the fountain, they color the fountain red for Halloween, for Fright Fest. Okay. For Christmas, Christmas they have the grand, grand fur out there, which is like a 30 foot tall LED tree. And then uh, they have wreaths on both sides. And it's kind of a sync light, light show there to different music. So that's pretty cool. Uh, What's equally cool is they have a, tunnel that, that usually has vines over it kind of shade in the summer as you walk towards yeah. uh, gotham city now they have a pixelated tunnel called mary lane and they have like an led show over your head oh. that's synced to music as well nice. and i put a long long clip of that in our video yeah. too so i think that's mary lane this is the second year for that and uh, i really enjoy that light show and the grand fur is kind of cool too as you walk in but it, it is uh the lights every every year I go, they get more and more lights, which I appreciate. And it's who who doesn't like seeing the lights? Um, yes. There's also a retro light place over by the diner where they have a bunch of blow mode blow molds, so kind of sixties uh, yeah. retro, which yeah. I enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah, those are really cool. Do they have faux snow? They blow the. They had so- some snow going on over in the diner area, the retro okay. diner area, and the. I think it's the USA area of the park where the, where Daredevil Dive is. Oh, okay. And uh, let's talk about some holiday food because I know you guys got a some type of weird, I don't know what it was, like cookies shake or no, no, it was a soda or it was a Coke or something, it was right? A, it was a, oh, he said it wrong a couple of times. It's a root deer fizz. <laughs> oh, that's right. So it's, it's root beer with cookie butter syrup in the bottom and then it's kind of topped with some uh, whipped syrup. cream. Okay, that sounds and really it was, sweet. It was actually, it was basically tasted to me like a root beer float. Ah. I must have not got a lot of the cookie butter, but that was fine. It was plenty sweet enough, and I enjoyed it. Now, um, did you buy a, uh, a spiked version of that? I did not get the spiked version. It existed? You could buy a spiked version? A hard version? I think it was spiked with bourbon for another 2 or $3. It's right in the video on the signage. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think for that instance, the alcohol would be much needed way to lessen the the sweetness of it because <laughs> that, that sounds very sweet that sounds like a lot of sugar intake on that thing but uh and you guys got a ton of food yeah so they had uh they had variety of bread bowls which i appreciated only because it's it's a little bit different than their standard fare yeah so they had bread bowls madison had i think a broccoli cheese bread bowl and then chris had kind of a thanksgiving burger i'll call it with uh-huh. stuffing and cranberry sauce on it and then I had a more traditional kind of holiday platter with ham, mac and cheese, um, piece of cornbread, and and mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, sounds delightful. All the was food was, was, was good, and I would say they're making a concerted effort to offer, to have more food offerings there with these events, which I appreciate. And it was good. You know, as I, you know, full disclosure up front, we did have food tickets this time. But we've, we've dined in there on odd dime in that park many a, many a year. So I will say, you know, they're they're giving more food offerings. And I think I see that across the parks, like for, for Brews and Bites and other festival at Six Flags. They're bringing in food trucks, you know, and we're going to talk about Dollywood. I know she brings in food trucks. So I think the food is getting better and better. And I appreciate the different holiday options. And what about the price of the food? Because I know generally Six Flags, their, their alcohol is usually a little high. Uh, what's their food like as far as being priced? So the food pricing, I believe my platter was like fifteen dollars, and okay. Chris's burger. And we do the prices are in that Six Flags video. Uh-huh. Um, I think the holiday burger and the fries are around twelve or thirteen dollars. Okay, 
that's not of course, I'm, that's awful. not counting DeSoto because we have the refillable cups ah. because it's our home park. Obviously, we buy yeah. that, you know, on first day and use it all year long. So, mm-hmm. you know, as theme park food goes, it's not the cheapest, but I've certainly seen more expensive food at <laughs> Disney and other parks. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, so when you went, I believe you did ride a couple coasters. I, I remember vaguely the Daredevil Falls. At least you guys went to ride it, I believe. I, I don't recall. So you guys rode some coasters that day? Yeah, we rode we rode Daredevil Dive. It was a That's pretty cool was. ride. It was a chilly evening, at least by Atlanta standards. So um, it's like um, Rip Ride Rocket at Universal. It's it's a um, vertical lift hill straight up yeah. and then down and some inverts and some twists. And uh, it's it's a good coaster. It's it's in the retro area of the park, the USA area. And uh, nothing like those wintertime rides that wakes you up after oh. all that food. <laughs> it's that, that cold wind hits you in the face. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, but awesome. I'll say I'll say that the rides that were open, they had them all working and no lines for the rides. Like if you wanted to go and ride the rides, if that's what you wanted to do, just hop on and hop off. All the rides that I saw, there weren't really any t- t- waits. Cool. Uh, did you buy any merch? I'm, I'm sure they have holiday merch. I did not buy any merch this time. Maybe we, we did show some in the video. They're getting more and more merch for the Christmas and and Halloween events, but I did not buy any this time. Okay. They did have nice Holiday Park sweatshirts, a couple different variations. And I think those run $35-ish. Very nice. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Six Flags? Uh, what is it? <laughs> Six Flags Over Georgia Holiday in the Park event. Let me mention the North Pole. It's the one thing I didn't mention. Oh. That's where Santa is. And, you know, a lot of parks just put up a hut for Santa. You get to take a picture and they try to sell you the picture, yep. which you can buy a picture at Six Flags, too. But Six Flags has this kind of elf event where you go in and uh, you meet the elf in, in the North Pole and she puts you on the naughty or nice list. And then another <laughs> elf gives you things to give to Santa. <laughs> So it's it's a pretty integrated experience for Santa. It's not just go see Santa and get a picture. So yeah. I have to, I have to give it to Six Flies because you know you and I have been to a lot of Christmas events and yeah. and they 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 add some theming from the elves you know even before you get to see the the man in red there. So um, I did want to mention that because I think that's pretty cool. I forgot. Yeah, if you watch the video, I think Chris, your wife, was naughty, right? Yes, Jingle put her on the naughty list. So <laughs> which is hilarious. Hilarity ensues after that. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, go check that video out. Oh, so fun. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, so if you're in the Atlanta area, by all means, go check that event out. Yeah, I'm sure it's through... Uh, do they have a New Year's Eve event by chance, or do they close early and that's it? There will be closing on, I believe it is New Year's Day this year. They're normally open like to the first or the second, but Holiday Park's two to nine on weekends, starting the 17th. It's every day, obviously not Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but then it's back to 26th. And that's it. Their last day is this year, January 1st. So on the 31st, they close at nine? 31st, they close at nine. So I don't believe they have a New Year's event. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Bush Gardens Williamsburg does the same thing. Or I think they like close at 10 or something even just weirder, like <laughs> just just enough to close out of time that would screw up your uh, your New Year's if you're going to try to do two things at once, you know, but, yeah, very interesting. Now, let's talk about Dollywood, because I do love me some Dollywood and I've been to their Smoky Mountain Christmas before. And oh, man, it is so good. Talk about shows. Now, Dollywood takes it to the next level when you're talking about Christmas shows. And I don't think there is any chance at all that you could possibly see all the shows do all the Christmas stuff at Dollywood in one night. Just because the mere fact that the shows are like 45 minutes long. I mean, they're, they're not short shows. These are very, they're time intensive shows to see their Christmas shows. So I, I really enjoy Dollywood. So you went for the opening weekend, which uh, as we were talking before is probably one of the first, even outdoing Orlando. Is that true? Yeah. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party did not happen before the first Dollywood Christmas weekend, right? Dollywood, Dollywood's Christmas. This is the third, third year in a row Madison's been. I've been to a couple of my wife, Chris, has been with her. But they one of the reasons why 
it, first of all, it's a great event. So yes. no matter what day it opens, but if she does open it. I think it's smart. It opens like the next Saturday after Halloween. So yes. typically around the fourth or the seventh, as you said, Disney doesn't even start Christmas then. So if you like Christmas and you want to get a jump start and you want to beat some of the crowds, you know, Dollywood's a great place to start your, your Christmas vibes going on. Yes. Cause, oh man, I mean, the Smoky Mountains, it's just that area it, that the place is built for a Christmas event like that, that whole, that whole area, like the fall in the, the in winter. Oh man. So, so cool. So you guys went, yeah, this is, <laughs> I did last month now, a month ago that you guys went to this Christmas event and yeah. they usually have all their uh, stuff open. Like this video that you guys did, uh, it was your daughter, Maddie. She took over the reins. So she was, she hosted it for lack of a better word or term uh, where she went around and uh, she was talking about everything. So that was really cool. I did notice during the video that uh, you were plagued with the same problem we were plagued with last time we went to Dollywood, and that was the rain. <laughs> you guys had a little bit of rain, but it didn't hamper you much like it didn't hamp hamper us, really. We were fortunate. It was not supposed to rain at all because it, it does rain some at Dollywood, like at every park. But for some reason, it, it rains there sometimes. Maybe the location, I don't know. I yeah. don't live in Pigeon Forge. But it was just a brief shower. We had to duck in in the drive-in reds under some cover, but it maybe lasted 30 minutes and it wasn't a hard shower. It was just unexpected to where, you know, I didn't have rain gear out. Nobody did. So it was just a, a, a bump in our otherwise awesome evening. <laughs> so did you ride uh, a bunch of coasters beforehand? I know at the end of the night, the video you guys said you rode some, but when you first we rode, we, we had the time saver. So we rode a few oh. before we did any filming and then rode a couple after, right. You know, after we did some filming, so we rode beforehand. We rode lightning rod. Oh yeah. And and uh, the mine. What's the mine? The oh, one with the, I love that one. The mystery mine. Yeah. No, what what is it? Mystery oh. mine. I think is that it's what it is? It, yeah. That what it is. And oh, then no, no, no. afterwards, we rode uh, towards the end of the night. We were rode wild eagle and Tennessee tornado. And you know the great thing about wild eagle at night is you can see all the darn mountain cabins lit up. Oh, that's on, cool. On, as, as you as you're dangling without any track above you, <laughs> 200 feet. <laughs> You could see all yeah. the mountain cabins lit up at night. It's did pretty you, cool. Did you ride the what? What's the, the what's the one that's the inside? There's a mystery mine, which is where the talking buzzard is, which is um, by the drop tower in the back of the park. Then you've got yes. Blazing Fury. Blazing Fury is the indoor one that I, I like. Yeah, that one's cool. Do you guys ride that one? We did. Madison had never been on that since they kind of refurbed it a little bit, and and uh, so that was the first thing we did actually. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Oh. They have a Dizzy Disc? Where is this at? I've never seen the Dizzy Disc. I like those. I believe that was in the back uh, of the park. Country, the yeah, Country, country Fair. Fair yeah, yeah, I don't go back there, so that's why. All right, all right. So let me ask you, oh. how much is the Time Saver? I've never even priced that for for Dollywood. Is it decently it, priced? Or it, is it, it's, it varies. It's like all these theme park tickets is demand pricing, so it varies quite a bit. I want to say it's between... I think it was around 70 or 80. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty it's pretty it's, hefty. Yeah, it, it's. I want to say it runs between 50 and 100, and it depends, you know, how early you get it and what the day of the, the, day of the week is. And yeah. if you buy it on the spot, I'm sure it's more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah in price. But it's, it's, it's not cheap, but, like, we were going for one night, and we knew we want to get on some rides. Yeah. And Dollywood is typically kind of Disney-esque. It, it's not slow too much anymore, so... I wanted to make sure we only had certain pockets of time when we weren't filming. I wanted to make sure and get on some rides. So, so does that get you any shows by chance? The time saver? You get reserves. You get that's a good question. You get reserved seating for some of the shows with that with the time saver. Well, that's probably that's probably worth it then because <laughs> those shows people go out to that event for the shows. I mean, I, I would yeah, I'd argue you probably wouldn't need time saver for the rides alone because. Those those locals, they're not there to ride the rides. They're there for those shows. And those shows, those lines, those things get back. I mean, those lines get huge. Like an hour before a show starts, there's a huge line to get into it. Like, oh, my Lord, these people. Yeah, they really love the show. The Dollywood shows are vastly popular, more popular than rides, I think. At least that's, that's my That's what experience. I told 
That's what I told Madison. I wanted to see some shows that we hadn't yeah. seen because I like the missile tones or the tones during the year. They call themselves the missile tone kind of acapella <laughs> group. Nice, Normally yeah. they're down by the train platform. Yeah. But I told Maddie, I'm like, this time I want to see like a show in one of the theaters because I'd never taken the time to see that. So we saw, I think it's Heart of the Holidays with two Dolly's relatives. It's kind oh, of okay. three or four guys, three yeah. or four girls with a with a live band playing backup, and they go through the holiday classics, a little song and dance. Nice. It was really really good show. Did you see the one where they have the the mice? Like they have they have it's a normal show. It's like it's like one of those, uh, you know, the, the 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 one guy goes off to the military and they don't know if he's coming. Or it might be a female, I'm not sure. But you know, then they come back and they 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 finally make it home for Christmas and it's a warm, huggy, huggy. Oh yay, we're all together for Christmas. But in the middle of that, they have this weird subplot where these mice are <laughs> doing a whole storyline thing. It's really weird. It's just totally just a non secular, like out of place. Like what in the world is going? Like where? What's up with these mice? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch that, I guess. <laughs> uh, I didn't see any mice at Dollywood. No. All uh, right, you gotta see this show, Dave. You got, you gotta go to the show. Go back. You going back this year? You, you have to see this show. It is. It's just, we may go back this year. Chris oh, hasn't been this year, so oh, um, the, we may go. We may go back post Christmas. I I'm one who does not want to do anything Christmassy after Christmas. Like when I wake up Christmas morning, I'll do the gifts and you know have a meal. I'm done with Christmas. I don't want the lights. I don't want to go to event Christmas uh, events. I don't want to hear the Christmas music. I'm done. I'll start November 1st, but by God, December 25th by noon, I'm done with it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm ready for the new year. Yeah, that's that's me. If we could, if we could celebrate and, and adventures by D land, if we could celebrate <laughs> Halloween for six months and then Christmas the other six months, that's exactly where how we'd like it. Hey, I'd be down with that. Well. Yeah, uh, well, the, the two events are too close together. You can't do six and six. Well, I guess you could if you want to expend. Yeah. See, no, I, I got to stop Christmas. Well, I, I, I enjoy Christmas hard before Christmas. So after Christmas, I'm done with it. I, yeah, it's over. Yeah, I'm good. <sighs> well, what are you going to do? <laughs> There's also kind of a living nativity show, Oh Holy yeah, Night. No, it's not which, that. Which we caught, we caught just the tail end of that walking by. I mean, the thing about Dollywood is even the show's outside on the platforms where you can just walk up even those shows are great not just the ones in the, in the oh. theaters where you go in and sit down but like so good like their talent there is phenomenal and another can't miss and i'd say can't miss regardless whether you're at the christmas event or just there on a regular day get on that train take the train oh, yeah. around oh man so good so so good i don't remember did you put out a train only this year oh yes people oh, yeah. love the train videos yeah, we yeah. have we have first ride of the season from last year. We have a Christmas train ride at night with the lights. And this year is more of a Christmas daytime ride. Okay. Um, but the, the train is a, is a not to be missed event yes. at Dollywood because yes. it is a world, world War II coal-powered train. And those aren't even in existence anymore. So to, 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 for my money, it's the best theme park train anywhere I think maybe I've heard knots is close, but that is a, the train and the experience and just the ride you get is unbelievable. I was not impressed with knots. I mean, knots, you, uh, you're in the backstage. Like there's some parts that I mean, now knots, I'll give I'll give them credit. They have a, they have a show like they have like bandits come in and do like a little like skit thing in the middle of it. So it, it, it takes away from the fact that you're driving back like you know, behind the scenes, like some just some buildings, <laughs> just flat building. Like you're just, it's not very scenic in certain areas. Yeah, I, I would say the Dollywood is better than Knott's, from my my experience. I, I, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't been Knott's in a long time. But uh, one thing we did miss was Miss Lillian, who I loved, and and just oh, saw her yeah. on the train. But by the time we got back there, she wasn't around. Oh uh, yeah, she's she wasn't in the video, right? No, it was not. No. I think if you if you. On the way back on the train ride, I think they pointed her out, but no, uh, um, she's been a lot of our other videos. She even did our little Adventures by Dean yeah, theme song, which I jingle. absolutely love. But she's she's like a unique character to Dollywood. There's a couple other like Applejacks around. He plays the banjo. We saw him, but um, Miss Lillian is is awesome and and she's great and a great entertainer and great with the kids and she is she is one of Dollywood's best things there. Yeah. How was the crowds that opening weekend? Uh, the crowds were 
pretty good size. Um, okay. Obviously, they died down. The lady had gone in the night. So we chose to actually eat a meal in Pigeon Forge and then go into the park. So the, the crowds, when we got there, they were pretty pretty good size. We actually paid for preferred parking, which I think is a deal at Dollywood. And plus, you don't have to deal with the trolleys getting out. Yeah. So, sure. you know, Dollywood's got a lot of awesome things going for it. But any park, as everybody lets out at the end of a crowded day, oh. just getting the trolleys can be a, a little bit of a wait. Usually not too long. But if you do preferred parking, there's no trolley. You're just right there at the gates. You just walk up the hill to your car. Now, I vaguely remember a couple of years ago we were there for the Christmas event, but it rained and they had some type of parade that was canceled because of the rain. And when we went back last year, or the year before, I don't remember there being a parade. Is there a parade, any type of night parade? I know they have special parades when Dolly's in the park. Now, I don't think they had a parade uh, this year or they I don't I've never seen a Christmas parade in two of the opening days. I've been there. Maybe I've missed it because it happens early in the day. A lot of times if we're pressed for time, we won't go for the weekend. We'll just drive up, which basically means we're not getting the dog. We're not getting the park till late afternoon at best. So I've never seen I've never seen a parade and I'm not I'm not sure that they have one, but. I Somebody ve- can check, check me, I I'm vaguely sure. remember it was a Christmas. It was a night parade, and it didn't happen because of weather. And I, I, last time we went up, I, I don't think there was a parade. I don't think there's a. I don't remember seeing a parade this year either. So I might be completely wrong, though. I, mean, I, I there there is a chance that I am completely uh, off my rocker on there being a parade. But I, I could have swore a couple of years ago there was. Well, 2019 it would have been. Yeah, because it was right before the pandemic. So yeah. It had been 2019, the winter of 2019. I say there was some type of Christmas parade. Yeah, maybe because of COVID, they haven't brought it back, or they're waiting to bring it back. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen one. But speaking of that, the bus was open. Her tour bus, you could actually now go on it. It's, it was closed for a while, and now you could actually tour it. Although it's kind of, it's a bus, so it's not like you can fill a lot of people in there. But um, it's pretty cool to see how she tours around and all the custom things within the bus. Yeah, actually, you got... Oh, yeah, so it's the, a parade of many colors. Okay. So, yeah, it's a great way to close out your day at Smoky Mountain Christmas. Yeah, it begins at 8.15 nightly. So I guess that was probably the last year they did it then. And I didn't see it because it, the, it was rained out. But, yeah, I noticed in the video, you guys... That wasn't the bus, though. You were, like, at her childhood home or something? Where is that at? So they, have a re- they have a replica of her childhood home, actually, is, inside the park. Is that year-round? Like if you, Yeah, it's year-round. It's not... It's, it's kind of easy to miss because it looks like a restaurant, like from the outside that might be closed. And the sign, <laughs> I'm not sure the sign is lit. So you kind of have to be, you kind of have to be looking for it because huh. otherwise it just looks like another building in the park. But it's, it's, instead of going back towards lightning rod, towards like yeah. Red's dine-in, yeah. you kind of stay on the main drag there. You, you, you come in, you go to the Dollywood's Ellipse, you come yep. in, go you right. go to the right, yep. you keep, you keep going, you go past the initial, the Christmas trees on your left, you keep yep. going. And then uh, you go underneath. There's two stands on your left and yep, right. Yep, where you and then meet. it's you go. It's right next to um, the all-you-can-eat restaurant. Is that Aunt? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Aunt Granny's? I'm probably getting the name. I wrong, tried but. to get a. Re- I, I got a. I got reservation there before, and they never called me. They never pinged me. So we left. Went to uh, the shopping center area. Yeah, it is Aunt Granny. So that the um, her childhood home, a facsimile of it, is is uh, right next to Aunt Granny's. Huh. Well, yeah, I've never seen it. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check that out next time I go, which I, I want to go next year. I want to do the new coaster. I want to do the uh, the ch- the kid invert. I never did that yet. So there's a couple couple things I'd like to do out there. Plus, it's just a beautiful area to hang out there. So. If you're into the coasters and the construction updates, ride the train because you get a very good look exactly where they are in the Big Ooh, Bear Mountain big bear. construction. So big, big it actually, it's going to turn around at the top of the mountain where the train goes. So the train goes right by where all the construction is happening. So cool. like I said, if you're into that, the really only way to get a good picture of that, you know, is yeah. on the train going, going up the mountain and coming back. So uh, that, 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 to me, that coaster looks awesome. It looks like kind of like Slinky Dog Dash on steroids. Yeah. And it's going to be a very a very long ride, too. So I'm looking forward to riding that next year as well. I think that throughput's going to be awful, though. I think it's going to be a slow loader, I think. So, oh, it's going to be painful. That's going to be the one you want to, like, I don't know. Like, when that opens up, do you bypass the lightning rod and hit that first and then go back, backtrack the lightning rod? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's. Because that's deep in the park, too. I mean, you have to. 
go into the country fair section. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And yeah, that the ride height for that's going to be so low that oh man, everybody will have be, be able to probably ride it. So I just want to note, Tom. Yeah. Because I know you ride the drop towers and, and yes. they scared the bejesus out of me. But I did ride. I ride Jollywood's drop tower with Madison every time because so that's good. part of the, the deal. That's part of the deal. So um, <laughs> that thing's. That's the kind of drop tower you get to the top and it spins slowly. Yeah. And, and you have no honestly, idea. I like riding it more in the dark. That way I can't see how far we're up. But that's that's one of the ones that's a little higher up than some of the other ones. Yeah, it, it's a good, it's it's definitely a good ride. Yeah, last time we were there, we rode it. And uh, my daughter, Alexis, was like, oh, this doesn't look that high. And we got up, we started going up. She's like, oh, no, this is high. And it was a rainy day, obviously, because we're at Dollywood. And it wasn't raining badly until we got on. We started going up, and it started coming down a little heavier. And, and you're helpless. Like, you're going up into it. It's starting to come down a little more. You're spinning around. You get up top. You spin and spin. There's no indication of when you're going to drop. Yeah, it was like, oh, my Lord. It was, it was a lot going on. It was really, really cool. Yeah, that super, super good drop ride. I probably under – I mean, I don't know if it could be underrated or not, but really well done. I mean, I probably one of my top – I mean, outside of, you know, Falcon's Fury or – the ones that have more gimmicks, but just a just a standard drop ride. I really enjoyed that one. That was a super well done. Yeah, and it's pretty high, like you said. So yeah, fun times. Did you guys do the the thing that you have to pull yourself up and you you race up to the top? We didn't know? do that one. No, uh, no. <laughs> we we didn't. We 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 were between the filming and the and the big rides. We really um we were pretty busy there, which yeah. is which is great. Dollywood's like I've I've never had a bad time at Dollywood. It's it's um. It's a unique park and um, a little bit of everything, something for everybody. And the shows, and we didn't even talk about the food. We didn't really eat that much food in the park this time. I think we had a salad at Red's, which they're known for the burgers and shakes, which I've had their cheeseburger there before. It's good. <laughs> Is that why in the uh, the restaurant video, uh, Maddie says you get two salads for the same price that we got this breakfast food? <laughs> Yes, that's why she said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Now it's all making sense. See, you got to watch this podcast to put together the the hidden gems inside these videos. <laughs> Easter eggs. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I'm sure Dollywood had a probably good selection of holiday specific food, but I yeah, like you, I don't. When I'm at Dollywood, I don't do a lot of like. I, we went we went to the island in eight when we, last time we went, but we did try to get a reservation. I mean, we put our name on the list for that other place, and it just they never they never told us. They never called us back or they never texted us. I'm like, all right, well we're going to freaking because it was raining. I'm like, oh, we're gonna go there, eat, and gonna come back. So it's very convenient to get in and out of the like to go to the island from Dollywood. It's like within like three miles. I mean, it's super close. So I mean, other we than the we actually went to the uh, Starliner Diner there on the on the Parkway. That's where we went first before we went to Dollywood. Uh, so they had that place is a diner. Like talk about burgers and shakes. The yeah. shake was the best shake I've ever had there. Oh, Madison had eaten there before, and Chris had too. I've never been there, and that nice. place was the bomb.com for an ice cream shake. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so was this a just a one day drive out, hit it, stay overnight, then drive back home? So you guys didn't do much other pigeon forge stuff other than eat breakfast the one day. That was it. We talked about going to the Soren ride, but we did not do that because we went to Old Mill and then Madison had to get back home for, for some other stuff. So I got you. And that's not two. I mean, how? That's a six-hour, four-hour trip. It's about four and a half, five. It depends on yeah. how you go, but that's, yeah, it's it's pretty much nice. a half day's drive up there. We're back. Yeah, that's that's close enough. Where I, yeah, I'd be there. Often, yeah, I'd definitely get a pass if I was that close. I'd have a pass to Dollywood because that's that's close enough for me to go multiple times. Like go to each event basically, like their summer celebration, their Halloween, their Christmas, and whatever spring event they may be holding. But yeah, I'd certainly be doing that. Oh, so good. Well, basically in Atlanta, you know, you got Six Flags right here in town. But if you want to drive to a park, you either have to go west to Alabama Adventure to Alabama, north to Dollywood, or go east to Carowinds. Mm. Or go south for a half a day to Valdosta or a whole day to Orlando. That's that's basically Atlanta theme park options 101. Yeah, you don't have anything. I mean, other than Six Flags, you have nothing really close that you could legitimately just go for a couple hours and go back. Because you have to invest at least that many hours just to get there. So 
You, you did mention Madison did her Dollywood vlog, yes. her edited vlog while I did my live stream. I was glad she did that because she, a lot of people don't know she's oh. actually the one that started the channel yes. and came up with our name and came up with our slogan, May the Adventures Be With You. Yeah. So she's going to be celebrating her five-year YouTube anniversary here in a couple of weeks. So nice. hopefully, uh, you know, so she's involved with the channel, you know, when she's not doing her schoolwork, obviously. Yeah. yeah, she's the one that started it and came up with the name and the tagline and uh Chris and I got involved during the pandemic and, you know, we're still involved, but she's really the heart and soul behind the channel. And uh, I look forward to her. Um, maybe I can get her to put out a five year vlog on, on what she's learned on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, now, you know, I was wondering what uh, brought on her having her, her vlog. And that makes sense. If you were live streaming, yeah, you can't do both. That's just it's too much. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. She did a really good job. I mean, it was very well done. So and she edited she edited the video herself. Oh, that too. was all her. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. She's got skills. You couldn't tell. I I, I would have thought it was you. Like it, you guys use the same techniques, the same. You guys all did the same thing. You know what I mean? I would have not have been able to guess that that wasn't whomever. Well, I mean, not you per se. Whoever who does the editing? You, Chris, combination of both. So that's a good question. On our channel, we kind of share everything. We're all on the air. We all edit. I would say um, I do right now um, uh, more editing than, than than not, but Chris edits videos are all on camera, so that that makes I guess the the work of a YouTube channel. Even though we were going to theme parks way before we were doing YouTube, so yeah. it's a it's a family affair. It's it's everybody on camera. Like I said, everybody knows how to edit and does edit videos. I would say I do a majority of, of the editing right now. You know, uh, you know, we we try to edit and you know move the video along and show the highlights. We take so much video in the parks. You know, there's Tom. Oh yeah. You, you, nobody nobody's gonna watch an hour video unedited of just raw footage. <laughs> so you know, I try to make it show you show you the best part. So you, if I was a family person and I watch all YouTube for going to parks that I've never been to to figure out what I want to do, what I don't want to do. So when I edit the video, I'm thinking. Well, will somebody watch this video because they've never been to Six Flags and never been to Dollywood? And can I show them, you know, what to do, maybe what not to do? And we always show the prices of things. And, you know, yeah. I've talked about this because it drives me crazy when people don't put the prices of things in their video because I want to know that. So just an expectation going in of what things cost in certain parks. Yeah, I, I tell you, a pet peeve of mine is shooting video, going into looking at merch, looking at something I'm like, oh, okay. And in, in my mind, as I'm about ready to pan away, I'm like, I have to get the price. I can't just show this and not get the price. So then I have to pick it up, fumble around, find the price. I mean, it annoys me to have to do it, but it annoys me more walking away. Because if I walk away and not get the price, I'm going to cut it out of the video. I'm like, There's no chance I'm going to show something and not provide the price for it. So I either find the price or I don't put it in the video at all. So it, it annoys me. It's funny because that annoys me because I go, I do shopping specific things like the outlet where I, it annoys me every time because I have to walk through and look at the price of everything that I find. Uh, so <laughs> that's a little annoying. But when I watch, but to your point, when I watch your Disney outlet videos from Violin or from the other one, yeah. when I watch it, I'm watching it, even though I know you personally, I'm like, I want to know how much that is. How much yes. is that Haunted Mansion mug or how exactly. much is that Star Wars thing, especially if you're at a discount place because I want to yep. know how far is it discounted or maybe it's not discounted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it makes no sense to show it and not give the price. Right. It just, it, <laughs> so yeah, I, I have to find the price. It, it's a struggle. Struggle's real, Dave. Struggle's real. But is there I anything guess else? My point on the videos is that, is it ultimately when I edit the videos is it, I always like, is this a video that I want to watch? Would yeah. you have a good time hanging out with us at the park? Cause we hope that you would. And we hope you get that feeling when you watch the video that that's, that's the goal we try to achieve. Um, when I edit those videos, I always say, is that interesting to me when I watch this video? Uh, and, and there's a lot of stuff I cut out, obviously, just because, you know, it, it's not, it's not, nobody's going to watch two or three hours in any part. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can tell you, if you watch one of your videos versus one of my videos, they are vastly different. Like yours, you get, you got the, you got the music behind, you have the cutaways, I'd, I dare to say, I say yours are more uh, produced, I guess, where mine's more like running gun type style where, you know, I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm, I'm pointing the camera. What you see is what I'm looking at, you know, 
Whereas yours, yeah, yours is more, you're, you know, you come in, you show you know, basically a preview of what's going on with some background music. And of course, also you're monetized. So you have to be mindful of, you know, Hey, this, this song might be copyright strike, you know, so I can't, I can't do that. So yeah, I, I haven't like, because I'm, I don't have that worry. I don't worry about that. So I'll just put whatever in and I don't care if it's a copyright strike. Cause quite frankly, I mean, now obviously it's short minded because at some point if I do get monetized, Anybody who watches these old videos, I'm not going to get it, but I, I'm just more concerned getting up to the point where I can get monetized. Then I'll start worrying about, you know, doing that stuff. But yeah, yours definitely seemed much more produced than mine, where I'm, I'm more just, you know, I'm running and gunning and you know, doing my thing. But yeah, I, I yeah, like, I mean, I like it's it's, it's different. People have different styles. That's yeah. why I always tell Madison and my wife, Chris, it's called YouTube. You watch people that you identify with and that you like. Yeah. And so everybody's channel is different. Some people do more of a walk and talk style, I call it. Others do more of an, I guess, an edited style, if you want to call it that. You know, we, yeah. as I'm trying to get better with the editing and make it more entertaining, and then we do pay for things like a like a subscription to Epidemic Sound, which is basically royalty free music that they've licensed that we can use in our video. Ah. Um, because you know, I, I think it. When you see Christmas lights, uh, I like to see Christmas hear Christmas carols, and they have exactly. you know, that's what. Some people like what I call the music montages that YouTubers put in here yep. and there, usually at the beginning and the middle of the end, or yeah, some yeah. just use one or some just use put it on after their outro. So, you know, I, I do look at our analytics and, and what interests people in the video and I, I try to make them you know, learn from learn from the analytics and learn from the edits and learn from my comments because people aren't shy about putting comments in the videos. So people say they really like something, I remember, or they say they don't like something, then you know, I try to figure out why and, and maybe change that for the next video. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, definitely. Ventures by the YouTube channel. Check them out today. Dave, do you have anything else for Dollywood? We kind of already no, I, I passed I, Dollywood. <laughs> um, Dolly's Christmas special, oh. Magic Mountain Christmas. It's coming out um, on the day we record this. So go see it on Peacock on demand if you have the Peacock streaming service. But they filmed that entirely in Dollywood around Labor Day, from what I heard. So um, I haven't seen that yet, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great Holly Dolly Christmas special. Is she walking around the park without Christmas lights going? Um, I don't know how they did that. Hmm. I I wasn't there in Dollywood. I had a a friend, one of my mods on my channel was up at Dollywood about that time. So I heard... That's how I heard they were filming around that time. That's interesting, yeah. Also, this has nothing to do with Dollywood, but uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus, that's out too. I've not yet watched that. I'm looking forward. To it's pretty it. good. I yeah. watched it. I won't no spoilers, but we just yeah. watched that last night or the night before. It's very good. Ah, nice, very nice. So, Dave, let me ask you. Uh, the, you know, holiday season. It's December first as we're recording. We have 25 days plus uh, left of holiday goodness. What other things can we expect from your channel? What are you guys up to uh, holiday-wise? And what can they uh, expect to see if they go to Adventures by D and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications? So we do a lot of Stone Mountain on our channel, and Uh, we will be going back to Stone Mountain Christmas. They have a brand-new drone show, speaking of Dollywood. I've never seen a drone show in person. Chris and Madison went up to the – june the summer drone show dollywood uh, and that yep. that vlogs on our channel but we're going to be going back to stone mountain christmas i want to see the drone show and that's where chris and i had our first date many 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 yes. years ago so it's kind of tradition so you're going to see that vlog before christmas and there's a couple of light shows around atlanta that we've gone to before we haven't been to yet she'll see more drive-through um more drive-through light shows, but I think as far as a edited vlog, uh, you know, it's, it's a Stone Mountain Christmas vlog. There's so much to do at Stone Mountain, and and just so much to see all year round. And it's the most visited place in the state of Georgia. And I'm sure there'll be more vlogs. Like we've never done the camping, we never stay in the hotels on site. We'll do all those in the future. But right now, there's they're known for their July 4th laser show, which we're approaching 25,000 views. That's our most watched nice. video on our channel. So you can check that one out. We have this year's July 4th video up there. We have all the Halloween pumpkin festival events we went to this year. And then we had a lot of, uh, they have a nice train out there that we've done videos on. So more to come on Stone Mountain, but um, a lot of people enjoy the Stone Mountain videos and we're going to keep doing them. 
Dave, I have a great idea. Next year, our two channels are going to combine and do 25 Days of Christmas, where between our two channels, we release a video every day, December 1st to December 21st or 25th, 25 Days of Christmas. Let's do it. I'm not sure if we can get enough content together, but between the two of us, I think we can do it. I think we can manage it. 12 and so a half days. You're talking, basically, you're talking to each channel doing half of Vlogmas, in other words. <laughs> What's a Vlogmas? <laughs> Vlogmas is a lot of YouTube channels put out one video every day from December 1st oh, to December 25th. Okay, this is not so, an original idea I just had then. <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's a lot. to. We've not done the Vlogmas on the channel. I know other channels do. Um, I won't rule it out. Um, That's a lot. You just, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you almost, you'd almost have to hold back. Like anything you do in November, like you would do it, record it, but then you would, you'd get it all ready to go, but then you'd wait. Like, okay, we got to wait till December 1st. Cause <laughs> then you lose kind of that. I've seen people, I've seen people do it in all different ways. Some people do. Well, you do live streams where it's, it's nothing, right? You just get on for an hour and talk. So I mean, that's easy. And we could do that too, though. We could cheat like that. We just put a bunch of live streams in. We just get together and chat. Who, who cares? <laughs> so, Tom, what can I? What can people um, expect on Vacationer podcast during the holiday season? Let you have it done, and I know you've already done so much. But what do you have teed up for your subscribers for the rest of December? Well, Dave, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this weekend, I want to go to Bush Gardens, Tampa, and hit that Christmas event. I want to go around and do the Monorail Resorts, hit the uh, hotels, check out the gingerbread stuff. Unfortunately, I'm flying up to Virginia come uh, December 21st. Well, I mean, that's right before Christmas. So, I mean, it's going to be basically over by then. So, I only have like three weekends left to do whatever I need to do before I head up. And once I get up there, I very much would like to hit uh, Busch Gardens, Williamsburg's Christmas Town, and King's Dominion's... Um, Holiday in the park. I don't know what it's. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Whatever their their Christmas event is. Uh, I don't. Is know. it winter? Is it winter? Oh, fest? winter fest. Very. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Dave. I, I should know that. I, I should be flogged for that. But yes. By the way, w- wait till you watch this pathetic video that I'm going to put out of me and Animal Kingdom trying to find the Finding Nemo theater. As vexing as you when you watch the video of watching me try to figure out how to get there, it was 100% worse than what the video details. It was so bad. <laughs> Is it like when you got lost at the SeaWorld Halloween event? <laughs> oh, worse, because I thought I knew I was going, and then I didn't realize I got turned around. I mean, it was really bad. When the video comes out, watch it and be like, oh, my Lord, what are you doing? You're an idiot. It was so bad. But, yeah, I'd like to do that stuff. Uh, but at least down here, I think those are the two things I'd like to do here. I mean, Give Kids the World, they have their event right up the street from me at the H2O Water Park. If time permitting, oh, geez, I totally forgot about Universal. I haven't even been to Universal since, uh, when's the last time I went to Universal? I guess when um, when John came down, John Self. Uh, yeah, so I definitely, I want to go with John and record a Christmas video at Universal to check out their Christmas stuff with the Macy's Parade. So that's a ton of content. I have to do that at some point. Yeah, there's a lot to do. I could, if I had the time and the money, I could certainly get 25 days of December like just in Orlando and like Tampa, it would not be a problem, but it's a lot of recording and you know, it's costly too. (laughs) These events for the most part, I mean, some of them are for like universal. I already have the pass. So, Oh, you want to hear an interesting story? So I was at animal kingdom and it's in the video. So if you watch the video, you'll you'll know this too. So I was asking uh, customer service about the photo key because I was going to just put it onto my pass, but here the photo keys tied to your annual pass. So it's only good for when your annual passes. So I'd be paying full price and my annual pass comes up in May. So it would be worth the money. I'd be losing half a year, basically. But I asked them specifically, I said, because I'm renewing, do I have to renew at my current pass or can I upgrade to a pass that's not available? And they said, I can upgrade to any pass that's not available if it's, well, available, you know. So I should be able to upgrade my pass so I can start getting on the weekend. So... I am stoked about that. And of course, it's going to cost me an extra 300 or whatever to get that pass. But, oh man, I'm stoked. So in May, you might see me do, I always wanted to do a Sunday morning, like live stream walking around Epcot. Like that was always my, like I, anytime I came down to visit as a, as a, um, as a tourist, I'd walk around Epcot thinking, man, if I lived here, 
I'd come here Sunday mornings. Like this would be my church, right? This I'd come here and just walk around World Showcase and just enjoy the morning. And you know, I thought, well, I could even just live stream it or whatever. I may get the opportunity to do that. So maybe not live stream. I don't know what sure what I'd do, but yeah, that sounds awesome. But yeah. Uh, Epcot also, so I have a reservation for Epcot, and they, I know they have a Christmas thing going on. I booked for the 15th, and I can't remember who the... Processional? Yeah, yeah, that thing's going on. I think it's somebody like Josh Gad or somebody. So I think it's somebody pretty popular. So the chances are I'll be standing in the very far back look, watching it, and I won't be able to get a seat. But uh, And I also have a reservation for Magic Kingdom again uh, the week before that. So probably have videos for those coming too with some Christmas content. So actually, there's a good bit actually. <laughs> Stuff. That, will you be, will you be going to a Disney park on Christmas Day? Uh, well, I will be out of state. I I, no. I I will be gone from December 21st to the 31st. I'm flying back New Year's Eve. I think I'm just doing a private uh, family thing down here for New Year's Eve. So I don't think I'm doing anything like going to something to record. If if that changes, I'll certainly you know record that and put that out. But uh. Yeah, that was on my bucket list, and I did that a number of years ago in the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, and never again because you can't <sighs> can't walk Christmas anywhere. Day, yeah, literally, you you cannot walk anywhere. Same thing with New Year's Eve on Epcot. We did that a couple of years ago, and Epcot's great on New Year's, but again, you can't walk anywhere. So to me, it limits the enjoyment. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, when it's that busy, it's it's hard. But yeah, yeah, yeah maybe one day I'll never get that ticket though. Like. When, if I upgrade my ticket, it will be to the next level where I get in on weekends, but I'm still blacked out. I'm never going up to that, what, 1400 or whatever ridiculous price it is to, get, to have full access. I, I don't need it. I just. So do you see yourself, Tom, and your, your channel, uh, the Vacationeers, specializing in certain parks in Florida, or will you continue to cover like most of the major ones? I will cover anything that I can. Like, thankfully, I have you. And, uh, you know, other uh, people that came, who reached out to me to talk about other parks in the region. Um, hopefully, Ian, you know, if he visits parks, we can, you know, cover him there. Uh, I, I love all the parks. I, I'm happy to be centralized in Florida now. It's also a little uh, disheartening because now it's harder to get to some of these other parks like Dollywood. Like Dollywood, I could drive a day. And I had like Ian with me. So we could, you know, we could share that drive and uh, him and his friend. So we could do a day trip to Dollywood where now I don't have that. So it's a little harder um, to go to other parks outside of their immediate region. I mean, I mean, let's face it, uh, Universal Studios. I don't, I, I have a pass to that and I rarely go just because it's further up the road. And I go with people who, you know, who they have passes to SeaWorld and, uh, Disney, so I go to more of those parks because I can go with somebody to those parks. <laughs> Only time I go mostly to Universal when John Self is in town. Now, luckily, he's coming in town a lot <laughs> lately. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a go-to person at least right now. I mean, in the future, you know, uh, people might get passes or whatever. But right now, I don't have that. So, I mean, my my Disney content gets no traction at all. Like nobody watches my Disney stuff. I, I do it. Uh, it's a, it's a, I mean. Let's face it, my, my podcast, my, my YouTube channel, everything's a passion project for me. I, that, that's why I do it. I do it because I enjoy it. Because otherwise, I'd probably be frustrated with my results at this point. <laughs> be like, oh, forget about it. <laughs> this is, you know. I think there's something to be said for variety of content. And the reason I yeah. asked that question, just because I have a lot of other YouTubers that I'm friends with that only do Disney. And yeah. so the philosophy goes, well, if I'm, if I'm already into a Disney pass for so much money, especially for multiple passes, then... Maybe I'm just going to concentrate my content on Disney and not spend the money to go to the other parks just because, you know, most of us aren't on unlimited budgets. You know, in the, in the Atlanta area, Disney's pretty good drive away. And I have, in addition with Six Flags here in town, I have the other four or five I mentioned earlier that a half a day's drive versus a full day's drive to Disney. So for us, it's a pretty easy decision to, to concentrate on some of the parks that are a little bit closer than Disney. But like I said, there are other folks that just want to do Disney, which is cool. But I'm like you, we enjoy all the parks, including the ones in Orlando. So yeah. we show a variety of content and, and you and I first met up by holiday world in Indiana. So yeah. when we have the chance and the time and the money, we'll go about anywhere for a theme park. Heck yeah. And I, you know, even if I didn't cover Bush gardens or universal, I'd still go to those parks. I mean, it wouldn't matter. I, I could specialize in Disney. 
and only do Disney videos, but I'd, I'd still go to the other parks. <laughs> what else you got, Dave? Anything? I don't have anything else. I just want to say, you know, wish everybody a great, happy, merry, and safe holiday season. And uh, uh, come on by our channel. And if you like the videos, consider subscribing. If you've never heard of us, I'm Dave. My wife's Chris, and my daughter's Madison. I have a son, Dean, and you'll see us in a variety of vlogs. And sometimes it's four of us, sometimes it's two of us, sometimes it's one of us. So um, come by and check out our content. It's all family friendly. And mostly based in Georgia, but like I said, we also get to some other theme parks out there. And we do do other things besides theme parks, like we'll do a few museums, some botanical gardens, some um, some things around the Georgia area. And uh, I also did a car museum up here, the Savoy Auto Museum, which is if you're into cars, you can check out that video. But it's mostly theme parks and other family-friendly events. And then we also just after the first of the year since a big comic cons coming to atlanta oh yeah um two two or three i think it's days of the dead in january and the atlantic comic con is due in in february so there'll be some comic con action coming on probably some more live streams from the convention center and with all the movies and tv shows that are shot in your area you guys also do some walking tours and stuff of you know uh, famous uh, movie sets and stuff. So, uh, you know, you guys do that. Yeah, too. we've so done a cool. lot of Walking Dead stuff in the past yeah. that shot south of town. Chris is a huge super fan of The Walking Dead. Um, and then Madison and I are, are uh, we, we probably will film our second Stranger Things filming location video over the holidays. I already have that list. So we've done season one and two Stranger Things filming locations and then uh, have a list for seasons three and four. So, um, yeah, we're, we're dabbling in the filming locations just because there's so much here in Georgia that's filmed. So um, come by and check out those videos, too. Yeah, for sure. Lots lots of stuff coming between the two channels. So go check us out. So like and subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. But I think that will be the end of this holiday hoedown of an episode. So thanks for my Elvin panel for joining me. And until we stream again. If you haven't already, please go to Adventures by D YouTube channel. Like and subscribe and ring that bell. And keep making memories. Happy holidays and may the adventures be with you. For vacationeers, theme parks, and more, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.